Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Big fucking John Air Batman <laughs> joins the Falcon Tigers. Announced the news on Boxing Day. It's a four-year deal. Whoop, four-year deal starting in 2023, essentially effective immediately. Brought to you, this is all brought to you by Bloke Beer Guys. Uh, currently on special and celebrations in Queensland. If they don't have it, they're either sold out or they can order it in. So head into your celebrations in Queensland. Plus we're in every celebrations in New South Wales and every bottle Plus hundreds and hundreds of other stores in New South Wales, Queensland, ACT, Victoria. We've got a store locator. Check it out. Grab a case of bloke, bloke, and a bit, uh, bloke beer. We've got bloke midi as well, which people are absolutely loving, especially in Queensland. Uh, but big Johnny Bateman to the Tigers. Four-year deal. Uh, Gurino. Thoughts on this uh, signing? Yeah, what, under the Tigers? I've got no fucking idea how they've done what they've done in the last year. <laughs> I've got no idea how they've convinced so many quality players um, to go there, but credit to them. What an effort. Mm. Uh, I, I love the Bateman signing. I think that if we go back to that 2019 grand final, he was crucial for them throughout the entire season. And the thing I remember about that grand final is at the end of it, the Roosters were all out there enjoying themselves, celebrating and. All the Raiders boys went into the sheds. Johnny Bateman stood outside and watched the celebrations just mm. so he could remember <laughs> the pain of it all. Maybe he was waiting to get on the beers with the boys. Potentially. Yeah. Wouldn't like, shock oh, me. Boys, fucking, but he, he, like, he genuinely is a guy that could turn culture there. 100%. So, and I think Look what he did to the Raiders. 100%. And I, I think that's what the Tigers need. Um, <laughs> tell you what, if... if the next 18 months doesn't turn the Tigers around as a franchise, though. Oh, fuck, fuck end me. it. Just end it. If Benji comes in as coach and Robbie's there and Bateman, Clemmer, all these guys are there and nothing changes. If fuck. nothing changes in the next 24, like, 24 months for the Tigers, I don't like that whole club needs to be cleaned out and put in completely new people. Because they have done, and that's that's me giving them a compliment for how incredibly they've recruited. So that is me saying the admin, the office, everyone involved, the people that they have got to this club, where they were at as a club, is absolutely fucking incredible. And they deserve a... We all... Everyone put shit on the Tigers and, and rah-rah. 
what they have achieved this year in recruitment is is arguably one of the best recruitment pushes in in recent memory. Because considering where they were, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not not the not the players. I'm saying the negative energy around the Tigers over the last few years has been palpable, and they didn't even win the spoon until last year. Like, and yet they managed to have the biggest recruitment drives of 2022 into 2023. Timmy, what do you reckon, mate? Yeah, very exciting uh, for Tigers there. And I think the biggest thing with their recruitment drive, <coughs> firstly, there's not an average age of 38 of players they've brought in. They've gone with more experienced players and they've gone for players that can hopefully bring the culture in. in you know, Papali'i and Api Corusau, John Bateman, <coughs> David Clemmer. Bateman will be outstanding for the football team and he'll offer a lot on field, but... It's all that stuff you spoke about. It's that winning culture. It's that heart, the ticker that he'll mm. bring where it's like they no doubt have the roster now to play finals footy. The talent is there. But that means nothing if you're not playing for the bloke next to you and having that just burning desire to win games of footy. And that is what John Bateman does. In that alone, whether he kills it as a footballer or has an off year or whatever, it's not irrelevant. But he'll bring so much off the field to this side mm. in terms of their culture and just, boys, we're here to win. We're here to make finals. Yep. Ninth won't do. Um, we need to fight. He's a fighter. Exactly. Like, he just wants a stink. And that's yep. they, they need that so oh. badly. Where, where, when they're down and out battling to get up in a game, Bateman will go and flog someone or, you know, he'll, yeah, as you said, he'll start a bit of a stink to get yep. them everyone fired up and switched on again. <laughs> Such a good signing. Yeah. Um, now, I, I'm sure there's a lot of Raiders fans in there going, oh, you know, like he left the Raiders, now he's always coming back. So this is my understanding of the events that happened in regards to the Raiders. Bateman wanted to re-sign with the Raiders, long-term deal. The Raiders said, unfortunately, we don't have the money, which is totally understandable. Uh, then it was almost like, well, should I go talk to other clubs? It was like, again, this is my understanding that, yeah, okay, talk to other clubs. Because Bateman was in a weird spot where his kid was still over in England. And if he signs a long-term deal in Australia, he can bring the kid over. Whereas a short-term deal, bringing your whole family over for a, a two-year deal or whatever, it could be quite risky. Again, th this may be half the truth. It may be none of the truth. It may be the whole truth. This is just my understanding of it. So he did have offers from other NRL clubs, but he decided to go back to England. And so the length of this deal is really interesting because you would assume that now, because it is a four-year deal, he's eventually got what he wanted um, and he'll be able to bring his family out to Australia. But I do understand people's concern of he has been released from essentially his last three contracts. So he got released from Wigan to go to Raiders, released from Raiders to go to Wigan, back to Wigan, and then released from Wigan to go to the Tigers. Um, on top of that, uh, I would say, you know, apparently, I, I didn't watch the game, so I can't make the judgment call, but I've been told he didn't go that well at Wigan this year or the last year and a half or however long it's been. I will say he was outstanding in the World Cup. Um, I don't think there is a concern as to whether he can play solid footy, at, at the very minimum solid footy. Uh, but I do think that the Tigers surely, surely have put in some pretty stringent clauses of breaking contract. Do you understand people's concern in regards to the breaking of a contract? I do, and that, to be honest with you, that was my initial reaction. Yeah. When I saw four years, I thought, not a hope in hell. Mm. There's no way he's going to be there in, what is it, 2026? Mm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you would have to think that the Tigers have played this smart. I would hope so. Surely. Anyway. Surely yeah. part of the deal is, is like, you know. How old is he? What is he, 29, 30? 29. 29, yeah. So I also think a lot of people, when they see four years, they talk <laughs> about him like he's older than what he is too. Mm. 
But he's not that old, yeah. 29. Um, and, yeah, as you said, Timmy, just the impact he had on that Raiders side. When you have a look at who the Tigers put together, like the impact that Bateman had on that Raiders side, the impact that Appy had on that Panthers side, this is it. Or fucking call it. Papaliti on the Eels as well. Yeah, it's uh, they've got the squad now. But, Timmy, as you, you said, that all means absolutely zero. If they get on that field, they got no direction. No mongrel, no working together. They can have mongrel individually. It's going to mean nothing. But if they have mongrel working towards what they need to work towards, um, so in regard, look, I, I I think the I, I tend to believe the idea that the four year deal is so that he can bring his family out. Mm-hmm. Um, if in two years he does leave again, I would be really disappointed, regardless of whatever the reason was, unless the club initiated it. If the club initiates it, then you know, then that's like they do it all the time, so fair enough. But yeah, I would be really disappointed, uh, and I think a lot of fans that would leave a bit of a bitter taste if he was to break another contract after he ended up getting, you know, the deal that he wanted to get. I think he'll see it out. I think I think he'll see it out. Hopefully, and I think the thing that stood out for me there, as you said, they can get out, they can have this great forward pack, but if they don't have any direction, like for me, that was their problem last year when mm. Hastings wasn't at seven or, or even at thirteen, he gave them direction. Mm. When he wasn't there, that was their problem, and I'm not sure if they've solved that realistically. It's uh, it's like it feels like year after year, but it all depends on Luke Brooks. Well, uh, hopefully Appy can have a big sale. <coughs> hopefully Appy can be a switch breaker there. He's, I mean, Appy, he was, a, you know, he was at the Penrith Panthers, but he still did have Nathan Cleary yep. to steer the ship, you know. But yeah, but but the Nathan Cleary he had, he started. Very different to the Nathan Cleary has now. So yeah. uh, hopefully he can have a, a similar influence on Brooksy. I'm, I'm nervous about it. Yeah. But I'm, oh, fuck, I'm hopeful. You just want the Tigers to be successful, don't you? Like, fuck. Oh, man. It's just been too long. And it's good for rugby league. They're in, like, well, half of their club is in the heartland of rugby league. Um, any thoughts on, I mean, I know you already spoken about it a little bit, but in regards to the Tigers and their push towards finals footy, is it, is it finals or bust this year for them, or you give them 24 months, 12 months? They've got a lot of new faces on the roster. Uh, so I, I think, you know, you'd want a good year from this squad, but I don't think it's finals or bust. And, you know, new coach as well. So I think it's like they just need to put a good year of footy together and show that they're building towards the future. Uh, and I think 2024 would be like, oh, this squad should be making finals <laughs> football. Uh, as far as the on-field side of things go, myself and Guru spoke about it off-air a little bit, but talking about what side he'd play, because at the Raiders, he was a right-edge back row, the same as Isaiah Papali'i. I suspect he'll come on as a left-edge, just because w- when you look at centres and back rowers who have preferences to, to one side, it's there's a lot of reasons for that. One of them will be often the, the fend that they prefer and that they're strong on, but the other one is just that hard unders line that they run, um, and it can be hard to switch sides with that. Isaiah Papaliti, we know, runs a really good unders line on that right edge. John Bateman isn't what you'd probably call a line-running back rower. He catches, he crabs, he creates things out of nothing, he offloads. So I think he probably plays left edge there, which defensively for Luke Brooks is excellent because mm. John Bateman is, doesn't miss many tackles. Yeah. And he works so hard on his inside for, yeah. for his halfback. Mm. I've seen that for the two years at the Raiders, time and time again, how good a bloke he's for that. Elliot Whitehead's in a similar mould. Mm. So he'll do wonders for, for Lukey Brooks in defence there and uh, creates a, an exciting left-edge combination. As I said, it's not locked in that he'll play left, but that's the way I see it panning out. 
I think the thing that stood out for me there that you said, like, new faces, new coach, it's going to be the same situation next year, a new coach again. Mm. Obviously, yeah. Tim Sheen's only there for the year. So it's it's a very good squad, but it's a lot to balance. You're going yeah. from Tim Sheen's, who's probably the most experienced coach of all time, to Benji in his first year of coaching. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh... And, like, I'm so, respectfully, name another club that that would happen at. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, even though the Benji, Benji is, like, all in and all that kind of stuff, when it all happened, it kind of seemed like it wasn't like Benji was angling at, you know what I mean like preparing for it like he was coaching some of the 20 side and he, he was fully into it like he seemed to be more into the media stuff then he's got into coaching now he may come out and absolutely kill it I mean look what Billy Slater did in his first first ever origin he broke your hearts you broke your hearts um anyway <laughs> back to the rugby league <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah so Benji Marshall first year Robbie Farrar so, so is it definitely Benji as the head coach or is it Robbie Farrell? I, I think it's uh, Join, isn't it? Join, whatever. Same yeah. situation. Joint head coach. It, it, does, that, does that not make it even harder? That's a bit weird. Joint head coach. You can't have joint head coaches, can you? No, surely not. Anyway, <clears throat> um, can you afford... There's one place you can do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had, what, eight, eight captains at one stage? Yeah. Um, can you afford, now that you've got Bateman on an edge, to rotate Papali in the middle? I don't think so, and I don't think they need him in the middle. Mm. I think they keep him out on edge. I've got enough um, solid middle forwards between Joe O, Clemmer, um, a few, few of the young guys we saw last year. Mm. Um, Sean Stefano's Ball, Sean still Ball there. just bides his time or plays as a That's middle. That's what I mean, because because like the way I see it is like let's we're we're relying on Stefano uh, Uta Kamano. We're relying on him bouncing back because he had a quiet year. We're relying on a lot of young guys to become better players. Whereas if you had a starting pack of Clemmer, Papali'i, Bateman on one edge, Bloor on the other edge, and I know Bloor is still a rookie, but he's extremely high, highly touted, is a possibility now to get Papali'i in the middle, go through all that work. Maybe, I don't know. I just I hate when you see clubs sign star players and, in my opinion, play them out of position. Yeah. And then, you know, they don't need to play them in the middle, mm. particularly to do the work. Twole, often Gowie. David Clemmer, they've got these big bobbers. Bateman, Papa, they just sit on their edges and wait for their opportunities. They don't need to be making it. Like they've got the workers in there yep. to, do, to do the hard yards. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Just just a question. Do you put him in the middle? But, yeah, I can understand. I would keep him on the edge. Well, Sean Bloor would be livid, the poor bugger, no. signing those two back rows. But, you know, he'll get his opportunities and he'll get his, yeah. his time. Look, there'll be there. other clubs. Like, once he comes back and plays, if he can't get a start, there'll be other clubs very interested in a young gun like that. Who do we see being their 13? Do they just play a middle forward there again? or Probably Joe Offengaway. That's the one, one of the areas where I'm like, that connecting piece. I just think, because like, I don't think he started the year last year there and he was more just put there. And he played some of his best footy. Mm. And I, so I think with a full preseason under his belt of like, you are a 13 now, he may, you know, be, the ball playing may improve, all that kind of stuff. So I think you just yeah, go the, Joe the ball o. playing needs to improve. Yeah, there, it can't right? be Alex Twole. I think he's a front yeah. row through and through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you'd go Joe O. I think you'd go Joe O. Side note, uh, Johnny Bateman. John Reginald Bateman. Reginald. What a name. That is so English. John <laughs> Reginald Bateman. The great John Air. I mean, he's great for rugby league when he comes back. He's a character. Um, and look, I understand people's concerns in regards to the, you know, seeing out contracts and that for sure. Uh, I, I think, I hope, well, look, I hope he, he sees it out. I think he will. I think he will. Uh, and I think he'll be he'll be great for the Tigers. I had, I had Kempi um, while I was working at the Telegraph. Uh, 
Johnny Bateman was coming over and I'd managed to, to lock in the first interview with him in Australia. Mm. I called him up and it was this call record app to get all your quotes down and whatnot and promised the editors, you know, got this big yarn, first exclusive on English International, Johnny Bateman coming over. I finished the interview. I did not understand a word he said. I went back to the editors. This is about three hours before the paper was getting printed. Yeah. I'm like, I've got nothing. I'm like, I've, I've <laughs> listened back to it and I can't make sense of any quote. <laughs> What did you end up running with? What I did was I I um I gave, got onto Jordi Rapana and I gave him a call and got some quotes oh. on him around the English players at the club and Bateman coming in. Yeah. And I think I made sense of like two basic lines that Bateman gave me. I've still got the recording. It's just mumbling the whole time. Bro, you know like, what you should have done? Yeah. should have called Elliot Whitehead and said, can you translate this for me, please? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Elliot Whitehead would have been 101. Like, it was so bad. I'm just going like... And then I had all this, this list of like, um, uh, quote, uh, sorry, questions to ask. And, you know, when you're interviewing someone, we all know it's important that you listen and you bounce off what they say and yeah. follow-ups. I just had to go straight down to the next question because I couldn't hear a word he was saying. <laughs> and like when they get comfortable and on a roll, that's when they like lax into a real heavy <laughs> accent in your life. And I'm sure, you know, we're similar to other countries as well, but the oh. big Johnette, big fucking Johnette. Nah, so good to have him back in rugby league. Uh, Benji Marshall is the coach, not Robbie Farah. Okay. Yeah. So no double head coach guys, just the Benji Marshall. So what's Robbie doing then? Is he So the, I'm just reading the media release. So basically it's Tim Sheen's next two years and then Marshall will take over. And for Robbie Farah, it just says he signed on as assistant for the next two years. So I don't really know what he's doing. So Tim doing. Sheen's is two years? Tim Sheen's the next two years, yeah. So, I mean, then the, again, like I know he's a bit older now, but we just have to take his coaching record. You'd have to say top eight by next year. 2024, anything less than that would be... So, so, so Tim Sheens is the head coach in 2024 still? Yeah, 2023, at the club? 2024, Tim Sheens will be head coach. And then in 2025 to 2027, Benji will be the head coach. Okay. All right. So the, I, think, I think it's a positive that he's there for longer than a year. Mm. Um, Definitely makes more sense, yep. And... If he plays, if he if he coaches the way we know he can, then he definitely has the ability to coach that side into the eight. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe Tim Sheens' coaching coaching record for the last sort of tenish years has been very good at all. It hasn't been great. hasn't been as good as his early years. How, like, how big a concern is that? Is it a, a case of like, all right, he's been out of the NRL. Maybe he thrives in the NRL environment, the style of play. Do we think he'll bring it back? But <coughs> It has to be a sort of an area of concern, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. And I, I think, you know, a lot of people have, have raised that concern of like, you know, is he an NRL coach anymore? And that's no disrespect to his incredible career, but it's been quite a while since we've seen him coach in the NRL. We, don't, we just don't know. Yeah, his Super League uh, coaching last couple of years hasn't been fantastic. 2020 was the COVID year where he went all right, but the years before that with Hull, there was only like a 41% uh, winning percentage. Mm. You know, so changed a lot. Oh, massively, massively. I will say the positive with a guy like Sheens is he changed the game with guys like Benji, uh, Scotty Prince, small mobile forward pack, hitting the ground, getting up, playing the ball quickly. Uh, I remember when I was coming through during that period, we were frustrated as NRL players going, like they're literally diving to the ground and just getting straight back up. Mm. Like how can we... And that's people always say, "Oh, Storm introduced wrestle," and you know maybe they were the first to wrestle, but that was a reaction to hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Players and clubs diving to the ground and bouncing back yeah. up. And so it wasn't just brought in willy-nilly like, oh, right. It was because we had no way, not we, but, well, yeah, we, we had no way to hold these guys down because it, it was like touch footy. And, and, and that's what Tim Sheen's brought into the game. So, like, if, if he can... I guess with the game being faster, if he can employ some other revolutionary tactic, then you know who knows. He could no be, wonder you know. Benji was untouchable in 05 when they employed that tactic that had never been seen before, and they would have been getting the quickest play of the ball oh, all the time. Yep. And Benji skipping <coughs> off the back of that. Oh man, and Scotty Prince. Yeah. Dude, just to defend Tim Sheens, I mean, when he arrived at the West Tigers, he'd come from that. He'd come from a two-year spell. He'd been at the Cowboys for four years. His win percentage was twenty-six percent. So he has, you know, he has been in this sort of situation before. He's come back from not his greatest footy. And, you know, obviously, as much as the game has changed a lot, the game had changed a fuckload then too from the, you know, when he was winning comps with the Raiders in the, you know, 80s, early 90s. And then to come back in, you know, 2003, 2004, around that mark, the game had changed a lot then too. So Well, look how much Wayne's changed with the game. You know, like he's adapted over years so it's absolutely possible but it's worth a question yeah 100 yeah i'm not confident on it but he has done it before yeah bounce back from a not best record isn't it great to see like you've got tim sheens you've got wayne bennett both coaching this year i think it was random stats guy put up the other day there isn't a player that is currently playing that was born when they started their coaching careers it's fucking so wild bro (laughs) like literally yeah that's so wild so wild he started coaching in 1984 Tim Shades. <clears throat> the fact that Wayne is still around challenging in grand finals is actually outrageous. Like, when you really think about the fact that this bloke is in, what, his 36th year or whatever of coaching, and he can take a whole new generation under a totally new set of rules all the way to a grand final and be essentially, you know, four, six points away from a win is, like, outrageous. It's... It, uh, it's incredible. And that's the one thing I feel like Wayne really does, if you want to call him the GOAT, is what he has over a lot of other coaches, is that he has gone to other clubs and brought them all the way to a grand final. Obviously, he went to the Dragons, they minor prems and they won it. Went to the Newcastle Knights. I know that ended in disaster and the Tinkler situation, but it's the best the Knights have looked in, what, 20 years or whatever? Like, they got to a prelim, I'm pretty sure. Um, goes back to the Broncos, gets them to a grand final... Then he goes to the Rabbitohs, gets him to a grand final. Like, that is amazing. That is amazing. And I think that, like, that's... Even though I would say Craig Bellamy is the greatest ever player developer, that, that's the real test with guys like Trent Robertson and Craig Bellamy. Could they go to another club and have that same success? I think they could, for sure. But, again, we haven't seen it yet. So, yeah, it's yeah amazing. So, yeah, Tim Sheens, he may bounce back and be sweet, but it's definitely worth questioning. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.